Praise the Lord, people of God. It is indeed another day that the Lord has blessed us with according to his own goodness and mercy that is from everlasting unto everlasting. And for that, we are grateful. We give him another praise on this day that he allowed us an opportunity to give his name all the glory, honor, and praise that is due unto him. Welcome to With Purpose, our purpose podcast. It is a podcast designed with you in mind, understanding our purpose our identity in Christ Jesus, for we have to know who we are and to whom we belong. As we begin this 2020 year, 2020 with vision and insight that can only come from God, using what we have learned through last year as we took loss, as we faced tragedies, as we Uh, face obstacles in our lives. We're going to take all of that as a learning experience and use it for stepping stones and for building, for building, which is our purpose, is to build up the kingdom of God. Use everything that we went through, whether it was happiness, joy, faith, loss, depression, anxiety, whatever we faced, in 2019, God is going to take it and use it for your testimony and your testimony become that that foundation that builds that building, builds uphold that temple. And doing so, he is stabilizing your life for greater, for stability in him. That is that is what the Lord did. He does not let anything go to waste that you went through. It had purpose. And he said all things, as we always say in scripture, say all things work together for the good. Although of the call according to his purpose. And you have been called and you have been elected for his king, kingdom use. As we continue on in the book of John, book of John chapter 3. John words, he penned his words, he said that you may believe, that you may believe. And we're at chapter three where Nicodemus has approached Christ. And he is one of the Pharisees, and Pharisees are those that studied the law, studied the Bible, were waiting for the Messiah, and they partook in teaching the people about the word of God. They started uh, all the scriptures of the Old Testament so they would be able to lead the people in in uh, the church. They was like preachers and but they could could uh, pray for the people. Sort of same thing preachers do today but they studied the law because they was looking for the Messiah. They was waiting, trying to predict when he would come, what he would look like and the kingdom of God, you know, they was trying to to put a timeline on it so they would be able to identify him when he come. And you saw the good that they did. That did because they missed him. Uh, they missed him because, you know, the Pharisees was the one that instigated the death of Christ and because of envy, jealousy, and strife in their heart was dark. And this is what Jesus is talking about here in this chapter 3. Nicodemus came to him by night because he did not want his fellow um, parishioners to know 
that he was seeking Jesus. He was ashamed. And he came to him by night to question the master. But he knew, deep down in his heart, he knew who he was born. And Jesus began to teach him as he said uh, uh, that he must be born, uh, born again. Nicodemus asked a question, how can a man enter back into his mother's room? And when he is old, Jesus wasn't speaking of a natural birth, but he was speaking of the spiritual birth. That means the renewing of your mind, the renewing of your heart. It is a change of mindset. Change of mindset. And God, once you confess who the Lord is and you make him ruler over your life, you're born again through by receiving the Holy Spirit. That teachers begin to teach you, and that's why it's so very important to read the Word of God and get understanding. Get understanding of the Word of God. You got to get it on the inside of you. And once you get it on the inside of you, then the Holy Spirit begin to cultivate it to make it manifest within you. He's your teacher. You got to depend on Him. That's why Christ sent Him back to you to help you you cannot do it on your own you must understand that you must have the holy spirit in your life within you guiding you every day you cannot do it on your own you're going to fail without him so we have to position ourselves word of God said quench not the Holy Spirit don't make the Holy Spirit be ashamed he draws away from you he draws away from sin anything that is of God will not stay in a dark sinful place so we pray every day Lord help me help me through by the Holy Spirit through by the Holy Spirit to remain faithful, to remain true to you and I fall short. Confess it. Confess it right then. Don't let it fester. Don't let it manifest within your life. Cry out to God and He will. Holy Spirit will keep you on track. He will. He will. That is His purpose. That is why Christ sought Him to keep and seal us to the day that he returns. So we depend heavily on him, praying in the spirit to get a word through to God to cry out unto him. So that's what Jesus is teaching Nicodemus. You must be born again, must be. But he goes on to tell, talk, talk about how men love darkness rather than light. And Jesus was the light. They love darkness. And they hate when light comes because their heart is dark. But those that would receive the light will come unto him. It, it is already predestined and, and then preplanned. You felt the Holy Spirit tug at your heart when you get up to go before the church to confess your sin. If you was in church or if you was in, at home, whatever state that you was in, when you finally cried out to God, it was the Holy Spirit tugging at your heart. You know this is not right. You know this is not how you was taught. 
There was something on the inside of you that connected with him. Because we, we, we all, our soul, our spirit, it comes from God. Whether you're bad or whether you're good, your breath of life comes from God. The devil can't create life. God only created life. So the breath of life came from God. And so there is a bit of God on the inside of every one of us. But it is the choices that we make. Choose the life the light in a time of darkness. Have you ever just been in a deep, dark place? Your thought, your mind, you're hurt, you're broken. You just want to give up on life and you just feel like you're at the bottom. You can't go any deeper. But then you hear that still small voice. Or you remember something that seed that somebody had said to you early on in life or, or you remember the words of grandma telling you you can do this. Get up, cry out to the Lord. And once you experience that, then the Holy Spirit begin to just wash you. Those tears begin to flow, just releasing all that anger, releasing all that hurt, releasing all that pain. That's what he does. Christ came into the world not to condemn it, but to save it, to redeem it from the grips of the enemy. Because the devil's desire is for you to die in your sin and spend an eternity in hell with him. He already knows his fate. The thing about it, he is jealous of you because Christ loved you to the point that he's going to take you back to paradise, the kingdom, the heaven, to be with him, to live with him eternally forevermore, which the devil can never do because he was kicked out. And one third of his angels went with him. And you are his replacement. To sing praises unto God, remember, he was Lucifer in heaven and he was the praise and worship leaders. They say his voice was so beautiful. He had pipes built into his lungs. Just to worship, hallelujah. Just to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He was the worship leader. You wonder why sometimes the devil attacked the choir so so much devilment go on in the choirs in the church. He's attacking that praise and that worship. That's what he desires. That's what he done. Remember that all the praise glory belongs to God and God alone. Men love darkness rather than light, Jesus said, because they want to hide in their sin. When the light comes, it begins to expose what is being done in the darkness. And if the man's heart isn't right, then he wants to continue to cover that sin up. But if your heart is, is cultivated and you want to live for Christ and you want to make a change in your life, you welcome, to, welcome the light that you may confess your sin, that you may move from the place that you're in.
But if you're comfortable in sin, you reject the light. You reject the one that is able to deliver you from it. Condemning yourself to eternal hell and in partnership with the wrong one. But it is unto a Christ, it's unto a God that is able to keep us from falling and then he is able to present us faultless. Hallelujah. To a matchless king. So we position ourselves. Hallelujah. Position ourselves. And then he goes on and he teach about John. John, John, John baptizing. He continued to baptize and now Jesus and his disciples are baptizing as well. So the question arose, John, are you the Messiah? John said, no, no, I am not the Messiah. I told you all there was one that comes after me whose shoes I'm not worthy to bend down to unlatch. He is from above. He is, John recognizing because of God had already told him, he said, the one that you see the dove descending on is the Messiah, the one that you see, which was the representative of the Holy Ghost coming down and landing on Jesus. John seen him as a dove. The Lord had already gave John that sign. He said he is the one to follow. He is the Messiah. And John said that he, that he increased, I must decrease. John knew his fate was coming. He had to be removed that Jesus' ministry begins to grow. But John hadn't served his purpose. The one crying in the wilderness to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. John baptized in the name of the Father. Hallelujah. He baptized unto repentance, meaning to turn from your wicked ways. He gave warning unto the Pharisees. He gave warning unto the Sadducees. He gave warning unto the Gentiles, all of them. He cried out, repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Turn from your wicked ways. This is what we are crying out now. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. As Christ is soon to return. We have that wilderness mentality. Ah, as God is beginning to make his pathway straight and playing with signs and wonders that we see revealing right now. Heart of man is wax cold. Can't turn the TV on without someone being murdered. Children are dying. People are, are, are just in a state of loss of hope, depressed. Suicide is at the highest rate it's ever been in. People are losing hope. Church in a state of confusion. Hiding behind four walls when the world is dying. It is here. We are the one crying 
in the wilderness. Focus. We must focus. Set our face like flint and our eyes toward hate and cry, Lord, here am I. Here am I. Use me for your glory. And be sincere in our heart that his will be carried out in all that we do. Oh, John said, I, I pin this, that men might believe he's on his way, and we must, hallelujah, we must, we're at a state of emergency, prepare either way of the Lord. You all be blessed, be safe out there on this rainy day. Until we meet again, may God continue to protect us from danger seen and unseen. May He bless this year. Give us insight. Give us a vision that we might write it down and make it plain. That we walk and not faint. That we run and not be discouraged. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Be blessed.